What a pop, what a moment. It's happened. I never thought I'll see the day in 2021 where everything looked bleak last year during the COVID pandemic. Wrestling was all-time low. I think every man in this damn chat room probably didn't watch wrestling sometime last year. I don't care what anybody says. Rest I mean, obviously, there's certain type of wrestling we did watch. I know Elijah's been dedicated to AEW from the start. But if you get what I mean, compared to what we used to do, Wrestling was our all-time low. But this year, from the start of 2021, it seems like wrestling is back. And last night, it has confirmed that wrestling is back. I go by the name of Skillet. My name is Mex. We got, we got Elijah in the building. We got Wayne McHale in the building. We're here to talk about AEW Rampage and possibly SummerSlam tonight. Um, what a great show, guys. The second ever episode of AEW has debuted a new superstar who is not new in the term of wrestling world but a return of a legend a future hall of famer the best in the world cm punk i'm gonna go to elijah first because the reason why i'm gonna go to elijah first elijah believed in this company from day one i'm gonna be completely honest as much as i love the young bucks as much as i love kenny omega as much as i love john moxley i just didn't know if these guys were gonna be the, the you know if, if, if these guys were really gonna push this company through and make it what it is today. And I did say from the start, they need signings like Punk. They need signings like Brian for this to work. And it seems like they're going to do it. Elijah, you've always had faith in these guys, even without the signings of a marquee signing like Punk or Brian. I always felt that you always believed these guys would do something special, which they have They have done. Because before Punk this confirmed a few weeks ago, I was saying AEW has now become the number one company in wrestling. Um, Elijah, please tell me some of your thoughts about what happened last night and your thoughts of AEW as a whole. Um, yeah, I watched this morning and just the feeling that I got was watching like the original BTs and just how it developed from, you know, YouTube and getting themselves over and New Japan and Ring of, Ring of Honor and just making something out of nothing. And obviously, if you've got a billionaire benefactor, that doesn't mean that all of this is going to be a success. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's been things that have evidently not worked, but they've been able to like dial things down, dial things up. And the pandemic could have collapsed this company, surely. Like, you know, when I watched those first few um, dynamites during the pandemic in um, QT Marshall's factory, mm. it was like, oh, this is peak. Like, this mm. might not, this might not continue, innit? And then the last few months of AEW, probably since Re Revolution, is, is just kicking off. And I've watched every episode of Dynamite so far. And it's got to this point now where, that is the the premier professional wrestling show, prof premier professional wrestling company. It's where most of the people that you want to see are. You you know what where the kind of direction is going, but there's still enough surprises, and you know just getting that that kind of that kind of star. There is only there's only a couple of them left now, aren't it? Yeah. And it feels like a massive, massive shift. It's, it's you know what? When I think about it, it is it is quite insane um, because I feel like this is this is not a slight on Triple H or you know the NXT brand because NXT when it first came out was 
magnificent. It was amazing wrestling. But I still, even though, you know, they sold at the Barclays Arena with takeovers, you know, year after year, I, I, I always felt it still didn't have that mainstream appeal. You know, even though it was, like, it was a really good wrestling product, a really good wrestling show, but AEW is a very, very good wrestling product. It's a very, very much a wrestling show, but has mainstream appeal. Max, why do you think that is? Why do you think that NXT couldn't really cross over the same way AEW did, even though AEW only started two years ago? Well, obviously, like NXT's main, you know, thing that they they came to do was the developmental. So. Although, you know, it started as developmental, we did get some indie stars going go in there. And indie stars, even the ones that came in with names like, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens and stuff like that, um, they weren't still all the way up there in terms of name value, mainstream value. Um, AEW have started with, you know, some of the top, top names in the indie industry at the time. They've added, you know, legends from the beginning, like Chris Jericho, um, people have come in like Matt Hardy as well. So these are all recognizable characters and stuff. Um, and yeah, they're, you know, they came out saying that they're the alternative to WWE. And a couple of weeks ago on Dynamite, you know, obviously we heard, um, I remember whose comments it was now. I mean, maybe it was um, Vince McMahon's comments. And then Cody came out and said, we're not the alternative, we're the competition. And yeah, it's it's about time we we recognize that they are the competition. You know, Elijah said it earlier on. Um, this is now the premier wrestling company, whether we like it or not. WWE's name will still be called, rightfully so. But let's be completely honest. That's just in a sense of money, financials. That yeah, they're the biggest and all of that kind of stuff. But in terms of the best professional wrestling show on TV right now, it's 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 undeniable. It's absolutely undeniable that it's AEW and yeah, NXT's mission was a bit different, but um, yeah. AEW even came through, squashed them, swatted them like a flyer, sent them to Tuesday nights. All, all we we're seeing what's happening with NXT now with whatever restructures mm-hmm. coming. But um, yeah, this is it's it's amazing. Like I tweeted earlier today, like I've, you feel like you're watching your your kid grow up and just make you proud and take over the world. And like honestly, that's how I felt when I finished watching Rampage this morning. So Wayne, this is testament to the great work, the likes of you know. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the Bullet Club, you know, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the stuff that they did across in Japan. Um, so it really solidifies how, because this is, um, the reason why I mentioned this is because this is this is way before Punk signed. You know what I mean? Punk only came in yesterday. So, like, it, it does really show the star power of those guys and what they did in Japan, how that really resonated in the world of wrestling and how it really crossed over to a whole new audience that may never have watched wrestling before, but and never watched New Japan before. You know, I remember I could only talk to like four people when I was a kid about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Today, I could talk to, you know, thousands of people about, you know, who never watched New Japan before, we're watching it now. So that kind of shows the importance of what Bullet Club has done to the wrestling industry. Um, like Elijah, did you share the same thoughts that these guys were going to do something great um, as soon as they uh, decided to talk to Tony Khan about developing AEW? So I always knew that they were going to sort of cause a scene and shift a movement. Because uh-huh. even when they were in like New Japan, you just felt it like the Bullet Club was a movement and they kind of streamlined it. But then when they started to branch out to their own thing, you know, the elite and it just pushed it even further 
Um, to be honest with you, I was in the middle because you know I I I love I have have loved watching WWE for many many years, so I was watching both products back to back at the same time as each other and could see the differences between them. But what AEW have done now, like like I said in the chat this morning, like they're legitimately, you know, they they're a top sort of organization now. They've actually smashed it. They've been able to acquire, you know, a superstar like CM Punk and also and Daniel Bryan to come. Daniel Bryan to come as well. Hope, which is going to be very exciting. Daniel Bryan to come. That's huge. That is that's that that's a crazy acquisition. If you ask me, um, I would never have expected it. And you know, it, it's it's good to them. They they've done it. They've done it. Well, let's talk about AEW Rampage. Last night, I kicked off with uh, CM Punk. I'm going to go ask, let's ask Mex first, your emotion, the feeling that you got when you saw that man come out the ring. Because I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie to you guys, as soon as he come out and I saw him welling up and about to cry, bro, I got, I didn't tear up, but I was smart, like I was smiling from ear to ear. I was so happy to see him. And I was very happy for him because we all know he was in a dark place. He wasn't happy at WWE for the longest time, which is the reason why he cut the great promos that he did cut. But to, to see him really falling back in love into a sport that made him, because um, he fell out of love with that a long time ago. So the fact yeah. that he's, he's he's back in that place where he's happy to be a wrestler again, it must be great for you to see, right, Max? Bro, it was absolutely incredible. From the minute the show started and, um, you know, they, they just let the crowd drink it in a bit. The crowd with the CM Punk chant started before he had even walked out. His music started. The, the chants were going again. The pop was enormous. He walked out. And even from the minute go of him walking out, he looked like he was trying to contain himself. And, um, you know, walking down the aisle and all, you know, the beating of the chest and panning to the crowd, you're seeing them going mental. And then the part that got me was when he hugged that first person in the crowd turned around and Enjoy. dived into the crowd yeah, on the yeah, other yeah. side and i said yeah, yeah. My, my heart yeah, <laughs> i said i can't deal with that, this that was like, amazing that was amazing. honestly like this that is this is it's literally one of you know for us football fans are always like one of our own and all of this kind. and it was really that kind of feel that this is my hometown as well and you know they're embracing me and all of that kind of stuff and he went round and done the rest of the rounds before he got in the ring and um from minute go from what he said even somewhat of a little dig i guess he took at wwe saying you know his his roh career finished in august whenever it was 2005 and his professional wrestling career is basically picking up from now august uh, 21st whatever and it's like okay he, he's basically scrapped everything that happened at wwe but the but, thing is you, you know we all know like, why but he he's not wrong like no, as, no, much, 100%. as much as much as I love WWE and they've done some great things, especially within the world of professional wrestling, they've done some great things and have. Some, there's a lot of wrestling that's taking place in WWE that is like you know marquee, amazing, legendary stuff. As a company and as a whole, and how they carry themselves, they're not a professional wrestling company. And that's, and that's exactly it. WWE would tell you themselves, we're sports yeah. entertainment. So yeah. you know, yeah. people might say, yeah, he's riling them up, this, that, and the other. But 
truth be told, if they call themselves sports entertainment, then he's he's yeah. he's right. So um, yeah, it was just an absolutely tremendous feeling. That guy that was crying in the crowd, he's written himself in, you know, Ms. Girl status <laughs> or for memes and all that kind yeah, of you stuff. You see the Brock like, Lesnar guy. You see the Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar guy. guy front row <laughs> and everything. Wear like, the same damn shirt, <laughs> bro. D- 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 these are these are legends now that you know. I was hoping Thai Thai uh, Thai guy uh, fan. You know the you know the Thai. The oh Thai, Thai yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I was hoping to see him in there, but he's always he's always been a part of like amazing moments. Um, Elijah, uh, his promo, his his pipe, his it wasn't really a pipe bomb. I wouldn't say it was a pipe bomb last night. I oh, think no, he's no, saving no. that. He's he's saving that for the best, you know, for for future work, for future work with other wrestlers. But his promo last night, very emotional, very heartfelt. How did you feel? You know, what, what was your thoughts on that promo? That was uh, Phil Brooks talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. We don't know what the CM Punk guy is going to be in AEW. We've just seen a man come back in his hometown. He's obviously a baby face in his hometown. He's called out Derby. It's all friendly. Derby's in the rafters just with Sting. Okay. But we don't know what this version of CM Punk is going to be. Yet. And that question and that kind of, oh, okay. What is this? What is this? What is this journey going to be is interesting. And you know, like him starting off saying Britt Baker's name first. Mm, and, 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 you know, he said, oh, I feel like um, Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. And it's like, that's the women's champion. That's a homegrown AEW star. He's pointing at another homegrown AEW star. He didn't come in and say, I want to be the world champ. He didn't come and say, I'm going to kick anyone's ass. Nothing. But just the honest feelings of a person that hasn't been in that environment for so long it was good to see. And it's, and it's not, I would say that is, that's more wrestling than you see in a wrestling ring. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. an honest reflections of a human being like on where they're at now. And I think that's, that's kind of cool because you don't really get to see that. Obviously everything we watch on the television program is, you know, characters, and you know, you know, work. But that yeah. is, there's, there's no work in that. Like, that's the human talking. One thing I was really shocked about was a lot of people's reaction online were like, even though a lot of people loved the, the comeback and they were excited to see him, there was an also sense of people were kind of, they forgot. I think that they forgot. I mean, seven years is a long time, but I feel that they forgot how big CM Punk was. Because obviously that pipe bomb and from, you know, 2011 to when he left was what? 2014 max was it 2014 when he yeah, left yeah so i mean so that was about for under four years it wasn't you know a long time so i think people truly forgotten how massive of a star cm punk is wayne um you, you know your thoughts of the you know punk being back and also did you forget i mean you know did you did, did you did it all come back to you when you when you saw him in the ring or or did you always know yeah no this is something special he's always going to be something special well, put it this way, when I had a hiatus of watching wrestling, like many, many years ago, the guy that brought me back into wrestling was CM Punk. So this is interesting. So that, so I'm glad you mentioned that because there's, there's a lot of people that have said this throughout the years, throughout mm. the years. Like, shout out to uh, Neil Fluenen, who's a member of the Kick Out podcast, who actually, <laughs> actively, again, has stopped watching wrestling. But now <laughs> that Punk is back. He's gonna, but he said the same thing. He said that he stopped watching wrestling. I think after two thousand five, he must have stopped watching wrestling, and then mm. Punk that pipe bomb brought him back in. 
And, you know, with everything going on after 2019, he stopped watching wrestling. I think his last favorite moment was the Kofi, Kofi Mania moment was his last favorite moment. And then he's just like, nah, I'm fed up with wrestling again. And now Punk's back at AEW. He's going to watch it again. He, just, he messaged me this morning and said he's back in. Mm. So, so, you, so you had that same. So you were part of that. You were part yeah, of that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what, what was know, it about him that? What, why, why him? What, what was it about him that made you want to tune in week in and week out again? Because you stopped watching it before. Well, it's his mic work, his his sort of aura. He's a different sort of wrestler. He's not your typical wrestler, and mm-hmm. just his his the way he wrestles as well. It's because I uh, I do a lot of jujitsu as well. And punks into like a lot of Gracie Jiu Jitsu and that sort of stuff. So, a lot of MMA sort of background, yeah. right? And seeing those elements within his moveset, you know, that was quite cool. That got me into his character a bit. But then seeing his story and how he progressed from like Ring of Honor and his matches like Eddie Guerrero and Rev Zero, that's one of the first yeah. matches I watched of Punk. That's you know, seeing match. stuff like that you know, mm. it was really unique. Um, so that's and, you, and, and that's another thing. That's, in, and that's, yeah. that's a good word to describe punk. He's unique for sure. Unique, yeah. 100%. yeah. Um, okay, yeah, this is good, man. So, you know, there was a debate me and Max were talking about <laughs> yesterday uh, on the pod about his star status and where you think he lies. I'm going to ask Elijah first. Elijah, like, you know, comparing to popularity and impact and whatnot, like, is he up there with the Cena's? I'm not gonna say The Rock, you know, but is he up there with the Cena's and, and you, you can't you can't you can't compare to The Rock or whatever. It's just like you have to compare yeah. it to the people in his era. That's right. And, and usually in an era, you have a number one, and they're ten times bigger than the number two. That's just that's just life, isn't it? That's just like yeah. how this thing works. Like you don't usually you don't have two number ones. That's only ever happened with you know Rock and Austin. Yeah, that's true. And even so, Austin was like number one. Like yeah, and generally you have let's just say Hogan and Flair. Hogan, oh, Hogan like is savage. Bigger. Hogan was ten times bigger than anyone like he wrestled with. That's true. And Cena was that for his era. Like he he just he's outlasted everything that was in it, and he's ten times bigger than the next person. And obviously other people have had success outside, like Batista or something like that. But in terms yeah. of inside of the WWE universe. Punk is number two of the the tens, isn't he? Like, like who, who, like maybe you could say Daniel Bryan. You could say yeah. maybe you could say Batista or Randy Orton, just because they they were maybe a bit there a bit longer. But um, Cena, then then who else? Then everyone then, else. Yeah. Then yeah. it's gotta be Punk, mm-hmm. Batista. Orton, Orton yeah. Brian. I guess even even the even the second coming of Lesnar, like if that second wave of Lesnar didn't happen, a lot of people would never have seen Lesnar wrestle. Like he was yeah. in WWE. Like True. that yeah. little wave, that 2011, 2017 of Lesnar, like Incredible. that's probably a whole generation of people would have seen him wrestle for the first time then. So maybe he's the number two, and Punk's the number three. But of those people, those are like all time greats. Yeah. In it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If Punk is right. number three out of Lesnar and Cena. It's not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to be at all. So, um, Max, you called it. You said that um, he's going to go into a program with Darby Allen. You were absolutely right. That looks that is that is the step going forward. Before we actually talk about that, Max, would you mind just 
putting out some quick bullet points because I know you're really good at this stuff of like the things that Punk mentioned in his promo. So yes, Elijah mentioned the Brit Baker. I think no, I, I know Max, you mentioned the Brit Baker a bit, but you yeah. also mentioned um, you know how he felt. You know, you know, can he apologize to the fans for for taking seven years to get back? But I like what he said about you know going back to the place. Uh, I can never return to a place that made me sick in the first place. It's like a brilliant line. Great quotes, bro. Him, him, you know, sitting down, you know, with his legs folded like he did at the rampway when he did his pipe bomb. Crowd went nuts for that. Um, it was just a, be- it was just a great, great promo. And like Elijah said, he didn't really send much shots. He didn't really send. He, he was really being Phil Brooks and just speaking from the heart. He wasn't being CM Punk. And Elijah made a great point by saying, "We haven't seen CM Punk yet <laughs> in AEW," yeah. which, which I'm very. He's absolutely right because that's something when he's when he's finally tuned in. I think he's just going through the emotions at the moment. But when he's tuned back in, he's like, okay, I got a job to do. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people ain't ready because I okay. know everybody. I know everybody right. has seen what he can do outside of WWE. They've seen the ring. Yeah. We've all seen it. But a lot of people who watch AEW today has not. Yeah, not ready. Exactly. Sorry, Elijah. Imagine, imagine if, like. You see what happened with Miro? It took time to get to the Miro we have now. Yeah. He might be Phil Brooks for a minute. And then the and then, CM Punk gear goes in. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, that's that's the character, isn't it? Like, yeah. It might, we, every city seeing him for the first time, it is going to be that because they want that moment too. They want that CM Punk, CM Punk moment. So there's going to be this like force to be that guy for a minute. For but sure. After a while, when it's once it settles in and he finds his feet, it should be interesting, man. It should be like, yeah. But yeah, Max, please talk to us about this Darby Allen punk match that's coming out in All Out. Yeah, I think we spoke about it some weeks ago when, you know, it looked like that's the direction after some stuff that Darby Allen said on Dynamite. I mean, I think it's it's not the match that we both said that not the match we would have come to mind and thought that should be his first match. But, you know, the whole the whole thing with Darby Allen being supremely over as well, um, Punk being over, Punk has went on record before and kind of said some names of people who like to work with. Darby Allen, whether it's by design or not, has always been within the first three names of that entire list of people he wants to take on. So he clearly, you know, rates him highly. And yeah, it will just be just a great occasion when it happens because Derby's over, CM Punk is over. Like, we're just going to yeah. see the crowd completely erupt. Have right. a great match. Um, Next, though, how do, you, how do you book it, though? How, how do you book it? Like, do, what's, the, what's your finish? Uh, I, I don't question. know. I, That's I, I a good question. But you know what I do? I, with with, with myself and always thinking about AEW, I, I never have to think so much of booking because they always do something very good in terms of the match and the match structure and everything like that i always find myself when i'm talking about wwe that's when i'm trying to book literally the match from beginning to end who's interfering at what point and all of that kind of stuff because it's a bit less structured um but yeah it was really phenomenal and one other thing i just wanted to throw in there i actually watched smackdown before um, rampage you know that's how it, it comes on and um in on smack on smackdown they um advertised that logan paul YouTube superstar boxer is going to be on Raw on Monday in um, John Morrison's TV segment, Moist TV, I think he's called, he calls it. And at that moment, it slapped me in the face because I knew I was watching afterwards. I knew I was watching Rampage afterwards and I knew we'll most likely get in the debut of CM Punk. And it slapped me in the face so hard that there is one company that cares about professional wrestling 
and there's one company that just cares about anything else. I don't even know what you want to call it. But, you know, in the midst of you've got even SummerSlam to promote, which is tonight. Lo- Logan Paul is, you know, oh, Logan Paul's going to be on Raw on Monday. And, and it's, like, it's di- no, but it's di- to be fair to WWE, it's different. It's, it's, you no, have and, to, and that's you that's have what to... I mean. It's, it's now, it was night and day to me that, yeah, they don't care fact, about the same thing. You have to factor, like, you know, where WWE is, you know, in terms of that stage and how many years, you know, and, and it's, it's not about that, you know what I mean? It's not about not that. for them, it's no, not, it's not like, but it's not like they don't care. Because they do, they have done a lot of stuff for us that they didn't, they didn't have to do. You know, they have pushed a lot of uh, superstars that they didn't have to push uh, because that's not their product. But you know, they, they 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 do care about us. But it's just a case of they can't do what AEW can so freely do. It's a different thing. It's totally different, no, especially right. with sponsors and you know whatever what it is. But yeah, obviously, major difference between the two companies. You're absolutely right, um, and it's good. You know what? Because you've raised that, I'm actually going to ask a question to Wayne. If you're the likes of a Cesaro, if you're the likes of a Sami Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Adam Cole, even though Adam Cole may have signed a new contract, who knows? Uh, if you know, if you're the likes of these guys who you know built up their reputation through the indies and really love professional wrestling, they really, really, really love it. But they know, you know, to feed families, they may have to go to WWE and and conform a bit. Now there's a, a, a finally in, in the world of American wrestling. Uh, there's an actual professional wrestling show, which does have a little silly entertainment from here to there, but it's mainly, mainly focused on professional wrestling that you could actually go to, make good money, feed your families, and don't have to really conform much. Do you think they're chopping at the bit? Like the likes of Sami Zayn is not really utilized much, you know, who should be, in my in my opinion, a bit higher. You think they must, they must be thinking, hmm, now that Punk's there as well, hmm. What do you think? I, I think I think you're totally right. I think AEW is the alternative, and it's just showing that you don't really have to conform to be attractive and um, to reach a wider audience. Like you, you're seeing the ratings that AEW are pulling in at the moment, and they've only been what about two years on TV. Uh-huh. And it's crazy, and um, what I like especially what Punk was mentioning yesterday, he seems to be having fun, even when he yeah. was just, you know, with the crowd interactions and stuff like that, he looked really happy. And for a person who's been away from wrestling for like seven years, you know, if you're someone like Cesaro and, you know, I guess Adam Cole and all that sort of stuff, you kind of do want that sort of freedom to be yourself, right? Um, and that would be very attractive. You know, if you're looking at if your contract's coming up or you know something like that, you know it would be yeah. really uh, it'll be interesting possibility. Yeah, I got a different opinion on that. Yeah, go it's on. Like, I think it's too late for that man. <laughs> like the 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 moment they had to jump, Slightly. the the moment they had to jump in 2019 when all the you know those contracts are flying around and that conversation is like, oh, do you want to? go down the un- untrodden path, like the uncertain one that we weren't sure what was going to happen, or do you want to stick with the safe the safe bet? And some of them re-signed, picked the safe bet instead of yeah. trying to go, go elsewhere. Um, Definitely. And yeah, some of, some of the names mentioned and, and loads of others could have come out and done really well. Look what, look, uh, look what Brody Lee did. 
know what I'm saying? Like he made himself, yeah, rest in peace. He made himself like a priority in another company within a year or not even, it was a really short period of him being there. Yeah. And I could have seen that for quite a lot of the the talent that was mid-card at that time. But now, like a a mid-card guy doesn't step into AEW and make a difference now. That's very true. Only a year later, like Brody Lee came in in like, what, May? or um, April last year, actually, just during the pandemic. Like a year and some change later, those guys don't come in and make a difference. You look at look at how deep the roster is. We've got Kenny, Christian, Andrade, um, Malachi Black, Cody, Miro, Pac, Lucha Brothers, Jungle Boy, MJF, Sammy, Jericho, CM Punk, Darby, Sting, Moxley, Eddie Kingston. What more yeah. do you need? What more do you need at this stage? We need more black stars. That's what we need. I need some black stars. Just, just to add to what Elijah said, like, yeah, he's totally right. I think the, the boat may have just gone for some of these guys. And there's, you know, the Adam Cole debate will rumble on past this weekend and stuff. And he may be possibly one of the, the the few that can still go over there obviously a massive indie name very tight with the the higher ups there um but yeah 2019 i think it was kevin owen signed like a five or six year contract to stay um as well as gallo gallows and anderson now obviously they've been released but gallows and anderson signed like 700k a year contract um I would have done the same thing, damn it. That's, and that's the thing, like, it's the money, like, you, you take the money, be comfortable with your family, but sit in the mid-card or whatever the case is, or do you bet on yourself and, and take a move? But regardless, Elijah said it best, these guys, even if they're, though they're still top names, you know, to us, if they go to AEW now, like, then they're not up there compared to the names that are there. And, and you know, it's literally just a case of six months to a year later. It's crazy how fast this company is growing. So, because you mentioned that, how fast this company is growing, Elijah, does WWE now, do they press the panic button? What what is ne- what do they do now, WWE, in response of CM Punk showing up and the response of, obviously, a Brian going to be showing up too and maybe some many more? Um, what does WWE now, what do they do? I don't think they do anything. They just continue making what they make and people will yeah. watch because people haven't stopped watching because it's bad. <laughs> Clearly, like, <laughs> it's clearly not that much of a problem. And people go to the shows. I don't know why, like, um, people go to watch WWE shows. Like, I don't know. Like, I have no like earthly clue. Um, beyond the pay per view, maybe or something like that. But yeah, the idea of like going to say like, you know, they always beat the hometown guy in their hometown. Like, if you went to like a Raw today, you could leave unhappy. Which is yeah. madness. <laughs> like, <laughs> whereas I think if you go to an AEW show right now, <laughs> you you leave on a high. Even if the heel wins, say like MJF won on um, Wednesday. Like after the after I saw Sting, like in the in the first match of Dynamite, I've left happy. Like, yeah. I will pay more leaving. I'll buy another ticket to leave. Like it was that good. Like yeah. if I paid thirty dollars for that ticket, I would have given them another thirty tip because. Sting and Darby killed it. Bucks and um, Jurassic Express killed it. So you're already like, they've given me my money's worth. And sometimes with, with, with WWE, that's not their game. That's not 
they're not trying to impress you. No. So I don't think they do anything. Okay, that's a good point. All right. Okay. Well, exciting stuff. You know, CM Punk has now arrived. Um, you know, and so many others are going to now be tuning into AEW. So many fans of the WWE who never really watched AEW before are definitely now tuning in. It's a great move. It's a great chess move that they sh- I said they should have done from day one. But to be honest, I think the way it's paced out, it's probably couldn't come at a better time. To be honest, I think, I think making them wait a bit longer for Punk is uh, was a great stroke. And uh, we'll see how the, when Brian debuts, because that's, that's going to be another um, trending, internet crashing moment when Brian shows up as well. So let's not forget that. Uh, well done to AEW. Let's talk about the rest of the show, Max. Uh, what happened after that CM Punk moment? I think we had a tag team match, right, between Jurassic Express and Private Party. I'm not going to lie. I watched the rest of the show, but there was only one thing that was on my mind for the entire show. Yeah, um, yeah we had Jurassic Express and Private Party. Um, this was like a um, contenders match for um, the tag, the tag match that's going to be at All Out. I think it was a cage match, if I'm correct. So um, this was like the first semi-final match, if you like. Um, really good match. Obviously, we saw Jurassic Express and um, sorry, dress Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus during the week against the Box. They put on a really good match again. Great tonight. match, fantastic. Um, Private Party. They, they did well, they're good at what they do, but I just feel like this this gimmick that they've got with Matt Hardy is a, a bit like, it's lumbering them a bit. Like, I feel that more entertaining mm. when they came into AEW and stuff, but, um, you know, maybe they just wanted to help develop them character-wise a bit more. That's why they're doing this, um, sticking in with Matt Hardy. But yeah, we saw Jurassic Express um, get the win. What did you think of that uh, Canadian destroyer off the top row? That was mad. Oh <laughs> my God. Uh, Wayne, did you see that? I was I was half asleep throughout that match. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, um, to be honest, for those who listen to us abroad, this yeah, for us we had to stay up till three AM to watch the CM Punk moment. So, um, uh, Elijah, what a spot! I mean, I'm I'm someone that criticizes Canadian destroyers now because when I first watched it back in you know when um, PT Williams did it back in TNA back in the day and Ring of Honor, I used to I used to think, well, what a move! And then now everybody does it. It's like it's become like a, a, a freaking punch these days mm. uh, the way somebody <laughs> does it. But I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, it probably has happened before. I don't remember it being up done like that. And the way it was sold and the way Jungle Boy sold it. It, it was amazing, a great spot. Um, but do you want to see stuff like that, Elijah? Are you happy with spots like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, the thing is, if it works, it works, and it was one. Of yeah, the it, it definitely worked. Yeah. It definitely worked. So, so I, I was happy. I was happy that Luchasaurus made the save rather than Jungle Boy kicking out. Yeah, I would have been annoyed yeah, if Jungle yeah, Boy kicked out. One hundred percent, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that can't run. That can't run. I'll be mm. But yeah, there was a spot actually in the match where um, Jungle Boy is on the ropes and he jumped and then landed back on the ropes again, which yeah. is very, very difficult to do. I can only really see like Ray Phoenix doing that. Okay. it's not even like he jumped onto the lower rope. He, he stayed on the top. To rope, the same spot. Jumped, yeah. Like, yeah, and then flipped off it again. Just like super balanced. Even he, when he came off the ropes, he was probably like, just as well, where, because that, <laughs> if that went wrong, that would have been Pete. Jungle Boy um, special. I never thought the day of watching Beverly Hills 9.210 back in the day as a little boy that the star of that show, Luke Perry's son, will become a mega <laughs> star in the world of fresh wrestling. But that's what I love about, I love, that's what I love about wrestling. It, it attracts all kinds of people, all kinds of walks. It's, 
it's one of the best things in the world. I don't care what anybody says. I, I'm an avid wrestling fan, and if you don't understand wrestling, you're missing out. Yes, wrestling does come with its, you know, bullshit. And, you know, I'm sure all four of us has had to, like, we can't justify what we're seeing on the screen, and, and it, yeah. it doesn't help us. Mate, but, mate, tonight on SummerSlam, Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. Oh, I mean, that's going to be garbage. Let me just but, say that. But, um, yeah, see, like, see, like, something like that. Like, you don't really have annoying. those kind of matches in AEW. Like, and they could do them. They could, like, have a pay-per-view slot where they... I guess they're doing Big Show versus QT Marshall. That's the closest you're getting. But like, even then... Like even, that, even that has meaning. Exactly. Even that has a clever storyline behind it. At least a story behind it. That, that doesn't really make you feel cringe. Like, WWE has produced <laughs> some one of the worst. Like, and they do it all the time. And that's why I don't really defend it. I don't. Like, when people cuss... When people say, oh, you watch wrestling? I just like, yeah, I do. And that's, that's, yeah. that's, the, I, the don't day, I don't even argue. I don't even argue. I'm like, yeah, cool, man. The yeah, other day, I was here watching Raw. And my missus was getting my son ready in the morning. And I had to explain to her why a doll, <laughs> an inanimate object, is on the top rope winking at Python <laughs> Oh Lord! But um, See, uh, there's one 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 thing I want to say is that outside of the CM Punk incident this week, um, on Dynamite, what, my favorite thing that happened was uh, Big Show's cutting the promo with uh, QT Marshall, and he's like, "I've got a match at All Out," and QT is just like, yeah, "Whatever," <laughs> like, ah, uh, uh, and then he's just like, and it's with QT Marshall, and he's like. The way you sold it, like, <laughs> like the selling was like it was so obvious, it was so stupid. Yeah, but yeah. you know, there are stu- yeah. stupid parts of wrestling, but those are the bits where I'm like, ah, oh, he's he's being a cartoon villain, and that's yeah. what makes it fun to me. I just yeah, I exactly. Like, first out laughing, exactly. And, like that stuff, I love all day. I love that silly stuff. I love all that stuff. That's not to me. That's not cringy. That's part of the entertainment. That's part of it. Like if exactly. you don't, if you're if you're not understanding. Like there's no secret wrestling is 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 stage. There's no secret. Mm. Like like you people that say to like even my flatmate, shout out to my boy Nathan, like, but he doesn't understand like he's like, you know wrestling's fake, right? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like come on, man. We like everybody knows this. Like it's it's like pantomime, but obviously they get upset when I say oh, things like that. When I, when I compare it to acting, they get upset in it. But it is. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It is it's better than acting. I keep exactly. telling you it's like, Exactly. I don't care what, like Give me Kenny Omega over Keanu Reeves anytime, bro. 100%. 100%. Any in the Tokyo Dome is better than Neo in the Matrix, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> hey, that. and we're getting that Kenny back soon. We're getting that Kenny back soon. I can't, like, Kenny against Punk? Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Kenny, Kenny, if, if Kenny, Kenny needs to rest happens, up. If Kenny and Punk happens, which, which it will eventually, I don't care if it's still a pandemic, bruv. I'm getting my ass into that arena, bruv. I, I don't know what legal thing I need to do to break the law. I'm there. Um, that, that's the outdoor show. That's the that's the has to be. That's that's the that's the stadium show. In it. Has it's Arthur Ashe, and then next summer it's going exactly. to be like has to be. Okay. Like, has to be. That's 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 a year build. That's a year and a bit build. That's how not... big is how big is Arthur Ash capacity? Do you know? I think it's twenty. Twenty as well. So, yeah. Okay. So. So yeah, um, you wanna you wanna when you take it to stadiums, it's gotta be thirty plus, thirty mm-hmm. to forty thousand. And if they if they're able to do that, um yeah, we're gonna be having this conversation again next year and going, Bro, right, yeah. this is this is the next thing that I know. Yeah, like, yeah, 100. yeah. Um Okay, so where were we? Where were we? Uh, we so next up on the cards, we had um, Jade Cargill versus Okay, uh, can I say something about this? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be real, yeah. 
I've been a fan of Kira Hogan for a long time. I've liked her work in the indies and in, 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 in Impact Wrestling. But this highlighted to me that nobody watches Impact anymore. Like, nobody. Like, I didn't know who she was. Like, well, you didn't know who she was, but uh, well, I didn't no. know who she like, was. You heard of Kira Hogan, right? Yeah, I knew like, you, Okay, right. Okay. Well, she was a big star in Impact. And like, I thought, when, <laughs> I thought when I saw the promo package on Twitter that Jade Cargill was going to wrestle her, I thought, ah, oh, this is great. Kira's going to get a freaking great ovation. Nobody knew who she was. Nobody so, that's not, that's not, that's unfair though, because it's, it's casual fans that have come for that's true. So yeah, that's put, enough, yeah, that's the thing, it's unfair true. to put them in that position. Like this show, they should have actually had someone that has been on television recently yeah. and had Jay Cargill going over. It was unfair to put her in that position and not in front of wrestling fans of it or week to week wrestling fans. So so she's recently left impact. Yes. Um, and obviously pe- people People have only really started watching Impact properly. Again? Yeah, me too. Because Omega's yeah, been yeah. champion over there, sort of thing. Yeah. So um, she's obviously got accolades. She's been a past tag champion over there with um, Tasha Steels. She's come over. Her contract's done. She's just joined. Um, well, hasn't, she hasn't got an AEW contract, but she's but been on But it's looking Dark. like it'll, it'll lead up to Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. been on Dark. She's been on Elevation within the last two, three weeks. She's won all her matches. She's been looking very good. And that's the momentum that they said, you know, okay, let's put her against Jade Cargill. And obviously, Jade Cargill's homegrown. That's who they're really, really pushing and really building. Um, they didn't give Kira Hogan an entrance, so they made her seem like, you know, a jobber from the, from the beginning. And, yeah, um, yeah it was a, a very brisk match um where no, but I, I, feel, I, I have no qualms i have no qualms i had a match win i think you have to build jade as a as a, as a beast mm-hmm. as a monster in that ring you can't like i have no qualms with that i just i, I was I, I was just shocked i thought my, i would have got a little golf clap for kira <laughs> i didn't even hear that but that's but at the same time as well just to add to that she is someone that has a lot of heat because of things yes. she said in the Especially past, with, like with Sasha um, Banks, the stuff with Sasha yeah, Banks, yeah, yeah, where yeah, she yeah. picked on her, like her mental well-being. That time when Sasha Banks took a, a, you know, a stretch off. So with the with the fans that like the wrestling wrestling fans and stuff like that that know her actual work, yeah, she's good with them. But you know, I think it was either yourself or um, Elijah that said, you know, it's not a really fair situation with, that they put her in because um, to the masses, people that like would have just come to see CM Punk. They don't really know her. And mm-hmm. yeah, for those that do, they might not really like her because of her, her past. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, Jade wins again. So building up Jade, I like it is. And, and, and there was only one last match, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? The Moxley, Moxley versus, versus Garcia, Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Garcia. Moxley, man, he, he's, he's looking... Um... <laughs> he's putting on weight on, on that. He's, he's put on some weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, putting he's, a bit. he's looking a bit beefy. When man came right. back from when he was in WWE and he came back from that long hiatus before he left, he was and he cut, got like bold. anything, he got like, cut yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. And now he's putting on, putting on weight. Maybe the the bold cut thing he's got, you know, is contributing to his his overall look. I don't know, but yeah, he does look a bit more beefy. Maybe since becoming a dad, I don't know, sleepless nights, junk food. Who knows? It's hanging out with Eddie Kingston. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is, man. I think him and Kingston are just enjoying life again, and yeah, you have to. Be, you know, if you're on Kingston's position where you've been homeless for a long time and you've been wrestling in the Indies and nobody's shown you love, you're, he was a Ring of Honor name, but he wasn't that big compared to other Ring of Honor stars. And he just was, he's lit, like, he finally made it. <laughs> he's, I think Kingston's definitely enjoying life right now. And and, and yeah. maybe um, Moxley's with him on that. So 
I can, can I just add? I, I think Kingston's beating Miro for the TNT Championship. I hope in not. New York, maybe. I'm going to be real. I like Kingston. I think he's a great talker. I was never really a fan of his work, his in-ring work. And I think he's a good hand. Um, I don't want him beating Miro. I'm sorry. I, I want Miro. Know. I want Miro having that team. I think Miro brings prestige to that title. I agree. And I don't want him losing that title anytime soon, if I'm honest. I agree. So, so I, I think if they built like rebuild or maybe another younger star, but maybe someone if they rebuild like a Lance Archer, a Brian Cage, these are maybe the kind of names that at least I can see that they can beat Miro just because of their stature, their physical stature. And I could believe it because right now Miro's just this Redeemer stuff is brilliant, bro. <laughs> like I, I'm just loving it. All of the kind of if it goes to another um, like super heavyweight, then then you've got that same kind of match again. So it's like. Yeah. has to be beaten by someone that has a completely different style so we get different styles of teams. I, I know he's a heel i know he's a heel and so i'm just thinking of like this is probably how long i want miro to have the title for because the guy i'm thinking of is a heel and then eventually i want him to be a face and that's when he beats miro for the title is ricky starks i think ricky starks is fucking incredible you're right but it may be just a tad early no no i, I, I mean like a year from now bro i'm not even talking about it now yeah i'm not talking about I want Miro to have the for a long time. Nah, man. <laughs> you know what is? I think the, obviously the TNT chat title has been good in terms of like matches, but then he's done the matches now. He's done whatever seven matches. It's like okay, let, let him out of it, and then let's build some feud, some storyline, some some yeah. something a bit more like long term. Like yeah, now yeah. he's proved himself as a wrestler in AEW. Like even mm. I, I, I had to take it back the other day in the group chat and just be like, yeah, like. Those mirror matches for the TNT title were wicked. Like something I hadn't, I didn't expect going in. So if he loses, it frees him up to go and do a proper program, build it up, pay per view match rather than mm. just, okay week to week. Oh, he beats defense, Lee Johnson, defense, defense. he beats yeah. Alan Angels, he beats that. that I want to see Miro on TV every week with a story with someone with one person going over. Okay. Put on, put it, put, I don't know. Just put on someone different. Orange Cassidy. Just like let yeah. Orange Cassidy do his match every week yeah. with someone different, or yeah. put it on just someone. Cassidy, that... Cassidy did. Cassidy did come to my mind. He did come to my yeah. mind. Okay. And I, I, I always just say, put it on Ray Phoenix. Give, give, give him nine minutes every week for a month with every like well, four different people on the roster, and then he loses the title. Great. Like we're gonna get four. We'll put great it on matches. Hangman. I'd say put nope. it on Hangman. Hangman needs the world title, man. <laughs> he, world title. That's, that's the story. The, the world title is there for him. They built the that reason one why I say one. that is you have the Dark Order with him, and that title means a lot to them. You're right. You're right. So mm. I don't know. I, I can see Hangman winning that title, but he also I, I like that story, world man. title definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some good answers there. All right. Um, so, I mean, that's a oh, summer slam. Should we, should we talk about summer slam? <laughs> not, not with me on the call, otherwise, the ratings are going to go down. The, the, mean... the ratings have spiked out. <laughs> talk about summer slam. The people are going to fit the channels. Uh, I, I want to I keep this at, at a number so that we get the correct rating for this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I don't want our key demo to be down. I don't want to lose any momentum. I mean, 
Yeah, it's I mean, SummerSlam. It's, it's, it's SummerSlam. It's, it's, it's the, only, the only match. The only match that I'm slightly excited for. I'm not even excited. Is not even the word, but I'm interested in. It's probably Rain Cena. I mean, what else is there on that card, really? I think in terms of a wrestling that. match, Sasha Banks versus Belair. Yeah, yeah, part two. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. But um, you know, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's but it's like, again, this Roman Reigns and John Cena thing could have just been different if we got a different John Cena because we've got different Roman Reigns. Yeah. We've got the same John Cena, and yeah. it's a shame that they it was such a short run anyway. Why not have just done something different for this? You know, few few weeks. Hollywood Cena would have been great to see, man. I don't know. Exactly. That. I I, I, I don't know. I feel like it just would have been Two the best. Like, like well, that's one thing about. Yeah, he could have he could have done the Hollywood Cena and it'd still be a babyface type thing. Like, there's there's a way of tweaking tweaking it to make it like you know I have made it. Like I'm not acknowledging that I'm not a famous person. Be a babyface and go against Roman Reigns. Like there's a yeah. way to you know what on on his promo last night he said to Roman Reigns, "I will win the Universal Championship and I will take it back to Hollywood and then you'll next see me here." At WrestleMania, you know, defending the belt. That's that's what he said, and the crowd were cheered. And I was thinking, that's nothing to cheer. Well, are you not all right? Like, what's going on here? He just yeah. basically said he's got a Brock hey, Lesnar. Are you booking this show? That he said. He this said is, this, that this is Wayne booking. I swear that this is Wayne booking. <laughs> he li- he literally said that, and I was like, what? And the crowd cheered, and I was like, huh? he said, he said, he said, he said, he said. Um, no, he didn't say that. He basically said that. He basically said it, but what he said was. Uh, a lot of people think I'm going to lose this match because I've got another film booked. And you are right. I do have another film booked that I'm going to film. But there's no way I'm not, I'm not walking into SummerSlam and not walking out as the Universal Champ. That's what he said. And then he said he'll be back at WrestleMania to defend it. That actually oh, yeah, came yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. But he, obviously, he's not going to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I wanted to win. Like, and like... then Roman Reigns put like a little stipulation into it saying that if John Cena beats him, then he's leaving WWE. Which is again, you know, it's not really believable. But hey, Lashley, uh, Lashley better win, you know. I swear down, Lashley oh, better win. Ain't yeah. losing to Goldberg. Who's Lashley facing? Goldberg, Goldberg for the WWE title. So um, I Goldberg might see... win, you know. <laughs> Where's <laughs> man going? <laughs> Goldberg might win, you know. I don't think so. He's never won a WWE title before. He has. He no, beat he Lesnar for it, didn't he? Yeah. That was Universal. That was Universal. You sure? Didn't he beat Bray as well? Universal. That, Universal was Bray, but I'm pretty sure he beat Lesnar. No, no, the, 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 the Lesnar one was for Universal as well. Yeah, that was never the WWE champion. He's never the WWE champion. What does the WWE title mean these days, though? Really? Ah, uh, no, it means it. It means it. No, yeah, it I. But in terms something. of history, yes. But like right now, if we're even to rank, look at we all just said what matches we're looking forward to. The WWE yeah, title match never was mentioned, even on TV. Like Sheamus and Damian Priest is being built better than the WWE title match. So, like, that is what I hope her business reunites tonight. That's what I want. That's what I want. That That's is what, what I, I want. want. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good to see. All right. Um, well, look, uh, uh, um, Skillet, you said about black champions. It's like <laughs> WWE's got better black champions, man. It's hell like, up, hell <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> All of us, you and I. Growing up in secondary school together, always wanted to see black champions all of our lives. And now, as adults, it's pure. It's pure, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad. Um, it's all Bianca mad, Belair, 
Bianca Belair, Street Profits as tag champs at one point. Uh, Lashley, Kofi. Almost now. Almost as a champ. Re you Reggie's know. even 24-7 champ. Reggie 24-7. <laughs> Ricochet, US champ at one point. Uh, Big E, yeah. Intercontinental Good champ. Apollo, Intercontinental champ. I mean, it's crazy. It's not been a bad year for um, Black no. WWE. No, no. And it's, and, it, and Triple H keeps hiring more. Did, did you see the performance that they're hiring? Yeah. There's a bunch yeah, of black yeah. guys you hired. You hired like four Nigerians. Like. <laughs> I feel like Triple H had... I feel like Chivas had sleepless nights about how you booked that whole Booker T thing. It must have been 19. I think you're giving it too much credit, man. Like, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right, credit, I am. Man. You never give a shit. <laughs> Elijah, <laughs> Wayne, thank you. Always, always coming on the show and always adding something great every time. Obviously, the next time you guys are going to be on the pod is when we do the All Out review, which is obviously less than two weeks away, I believe, yeah. if I'm right. Yeah, like that. So September that's going to be very soon. I'm going to throw the bat signal, and, or I should say the butter signal, shout out to butters. Show the butter, butter signal out to royalty as well. Get royalty on the show. Um, we need the Elijah royalty tag team back um, on the show. And uh, yes, we'll review all our AW. Anything, any last words you guys want to say before we sign off? Um, Elijah, let's go to you first. Anything? Um, no, um... Do you want to plug anything? No, I don't mm -hmm. have anything to say at the moment. But there's a new Japan show that on that weekend as well that I'll I'll watch and give a little bit of feedback for. Um, because Will Ospreay's back. Yes, Tanahashi's the US champion. Is he coming yeah. into AEW? Lance Archer. Oh, he will be. Uh, how, bro, how how mad is wrestling right now? Where we like have overlooked that Tanahashi might just be coming into AEW for a minute. <laughs> it's like a minor. It's just like man, I know yeah. the Japan match. The Japanese John Cena is coming in. The, the, week, the, the week he was on Dynamite, like hard, it was, I can't remember what else happened that week, but something big happened that week, and Tanahashi was hardly mentioned, like amongst you know people discussing Dynamite. But something else. No, it, it, was, it was because it was in the same week that they announced the 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 last the first. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so and then um, what's his name? No, it was the same show that Darby said, even if you think you're the best in the world. Hmm. And Tanahashi mm. had the promo on the same night. It's like, yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Um, yeah. yeah, man, the Forbidden Door is open. Forbidden Door for sure. I want to see Jay White. Jay White's in Chicago, man. I want to see Jay White in AEW, man. That's my guy, bro. What's, well, I want to see some Jay White AEW making happen. Soon, soon, you did soon. it with Kenta. You're gonna do it with Tanahashi. When am I gonna see my Switchblade Donny Jay White in an AEW ring and maybe stepping into Omega? I want to yeah, see Jay White again. I want to see that. I want to see Jay White Andrade. That's what I want to see. I want to oh, see Jay White Malachi Black. I want to see Jay White Cody Rhodes. Like, get Jay White in there, man. I'm not saying get rid of, not, not saying him to leave New Japan because I love his work in New Japan. But, I, you know, do that whole, I want that. That's, and like, some of the AEW guys need to go over there. 100. They have to. The G1, like, there's some people that are not being used every week. Just let, let some of the tag teams go, like, like, yeah, about this period, I said to wait um, to Mech, sorry, just before you lot came on, I said, this period is peaking the Attitude Era peak period now. Like, it's it's that. Mm. I, 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 like, we'll have that debate another time, but if you say 97 to 2001, if we compare the same period, 2017 to 2021, mm. the, obviously the WWE bit has dipped a bit, but this AEW, New Japan, Impact, AAA... It's mad, isn't it? Multi multiverse is more exciting <laughs> than the fucking invasion. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, just look sure. at the same period of time, mirror for yeah. mirror. Disgusting. What we should do, like, I'll, I'll get this data up here. We'll go August 2001, what the cards were, and we can compare it to August 2021. We can do, like, August 2020, and we can compare it to August 2000. August 99, we can compare it to, you know what I mean, 2019. And 2019. Like, with the, some of the main events of these different companies, um, we can actually, like, compare what era well, you think is about. Well, 2000... It's not going to hold a candle to anything because 2000 was a terrible, terrible year. So, especially in the world of WWE as well. So, 2020 was the pandemic. What's, yeah, that's the, what's the comparison? It could, 2020 was the pandemic. What is I think 2000 WWF is better than 2020 yeah. wrestling because the, the pandemic was happening. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But, ma- but matches, though, like there were still mm. great matches, like and no, historical in- moments that happened, didn't it? Yeah, but Tifa, if you, I vividly remember like literally filming, tape cassette filming every WWE pay per view in 2000. And every pay per view was fucking at least at eight, eight out of 10. It was incredible. Like their pay per view was insane. So, like, yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, love, love, Elijah, love, uh, Wayne, love you guys. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Max, we'll do some more reviews coming up uh, within a few weeks. I guess we could do some some review uh, on Monday, and uh, obviously NXT Takeover as well. We're gonna do that as well. So yeah, guys, thank you for always tuning in and listening to us. We are the Kickout Podcast. Yeah.